Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11. That is 1-1 of the Everything Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie Saracino, coming in live from New Jersey with Frank Odabella, who's back in Atlanta. Just came from New Jersey, actually, and uh, we're going to talk baseball. Had a huge week of news, probably one of the most exciting trade deadlines of all time in probably one of the most exciting seasons of all time. So we have a ton of news. Franco's kind of sick. Um, it's Not Saturday <laughs> night, Saturday night. Yeah, and we're just going to talk about everything that went down, and I'm really excited to get into this. So we might as well start off with uh, the very beginning of the trade deadline. So on July 22nd, the Tampa Bay Rays acquired Nelson Cruz and right-hand pitcher Caleb Foucher for the Minnesota Twins for Joe Ryan and Drew Stottmore. So, what do you think about this trade, Franco? Obviously, Nelson Cruz is the big part of this trade. I think Tampa needed a veteran presence, and they got him, and he's a power guy. He's going to be their DH, and he's going to hit nukes. And I believe it was a great acquisition for the Rays. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nelson Cruz, really solid acquisition. He's a good veteran bat, and he's going to give that lineup some power. Um, he also gives you like a platoon option in the DH role if you say you want to put Meadows in at DH or if you want to, uh, you know, just do a lot of different things with this lineup. He Can he play first base? I don't think so. No. Okay, so he's just a DH. Um He's not a platoon guy because he's a serious, like, professional hitter, but he makes a big difference in that lineup right away, as we have seen automatically in Tampa. And really good veteran guy to have around, like, the younger guys in your clubhouse, like Wander Franco and uh, guys chasing, like, a potential Hall of Fame or an all-time player spot. So, yeah, good, good guy to have in the club. So what would you grade this trade? B+. Plus. B+. Plus. Uh. I'm not going to give it an A. You know what? I'll give it an A. Uh, I'm going to give it's it an A. I'm just going to give it a B. Okay. Why are you, gonna, why are you not going to give it an A? The versatility of Nelson Cruz only having him as a DH limits the lineup flexibility for the Tampa Bay Rays. But, but do, you, do you really want anyone else at DH? I mean, their best team happens with Austin Meadows at DH, in my opinion because you can play Kiermaier in center, Margot in right, and um, who's in left? Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Who plays left for the Rays, Frank? Rosarena. Rosarena, yeah. So you can have those. That's your best fielding outfield. And then you can put Austin Meadows at DH. But, I mean – I think you want to have Austin Meadows in the lineup at all times. That's just my opinion. So, 100%. So, you Yankee want to have killer. Yeah, Yankee killer. And if you can get Meadows and Cruz in the same lineup, you got a lefty killer and a righty killer. So, basically, that's that's just why it's going to be difficult, but I think they'll make it work. So, B. They'll make it work. B. Okay, all right. Next. I respect the B. I respect the B. So, a couple days later on July 26th, this was Monday, we had one big trade go down and we had one like meh trade go down. So <laughs> the first trade was uh, the San Diego Padres acquired all-star 
infielder from the Pirates, Adam Frazier, adding another all-star infielder to that already stacked team. And then uh, the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pirates acquired Tucapita Mercado. <laughs> I totally butched his name up. Uh, Jack Sawinski and Mitchell Milano. So uh, Marcano is an infielder. Sawinski is an outfielder. And Mitchell Milano is a right-handed pitcher. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of this trade uh, for the – no, excuse me. I'm a big fan of this trade for both sides because the Pirates are getting a ton of depth pieces and guys that could be really solid in their future. While there's no, like, huge highlighted prospects, there's still a bulk package for Adam Frazier. And San Diego's going to get, like, a really solid uh, versatility guy that they can basically play anywhere and uh, just adds more versatility along with Jake Cronenworth and the rest of the guys on that squad. Yeah. So uh, I think the Padres will have Frazier in somewhere in the outfield because I think Cronenworth is their second baseman. Right. And they're going to stick with that. But if Cronenworth's off one night, they'll put him at second. So, yeah, I mean, it just adds so much more versatility to Depth. their team yeah. because Cronenworth plays a bunch of positions. You have Will Myers who can play a bunch of positions. Manny Machado plays short and third. I mean, the only guy who's really kind of stand, staying put is Fernando Tatis Jr., but he's basically the front runner for MVP at this point, so it really doesn't matter. So, Adam Frazier, I'm giving this trade an A for both sides, and uh, I don't think there's anything much more to say about it. So. Yeah, it's an A. It's an A trade. 100%. Okay. So the second trade on this day was the New York Yankees acquired relief pitcher Clay Holmes from the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates were huge sellers at the deadline. And um, they acquired infielders Diego Castillo and infielder Hoi Jun Park from the New York Yankees. So what did you think about this trade, Frank? Well, I know you're a big uh, Park fan. So, I mean, I like this trade because we really – we needed some help in the bullpen. Yeah. Do you agree? We do need help, but I don't – I'm – at the moment when this trade happened, I was a little little upset, you know. Because <laughs> we I never s- really – we didn't see – we didn't get to see Park in the MLB, so. Well, I sent you – I sent you the video of the his, like, uh, highlights compilation. Yeah. And it's just the one at bat, and it's like, thanks for watching. <laughs> So it was like, it was kind of like they called this guy up to play for the Yankees when there's the COVID, uh, the COVID hit about like a week ago after the all-star game and they called this guy up and he really didn't play. So I was like, how about we see him play just to see like, cause Glaber is really struggling right now. But I mean, Diego Castillo, really solid infielder. I mean, both these guys really non prospects having good years. So what teams do at this time of year, they try to sell these guys who would uh, otherwise be taken in the Rule 5 draft. So understanding that makes uh, all these trades make a whole lot more sense because these are guys who don't have a 40-man roster spot, but they can still have a lot of value just because they're having a great season. Or, you know what, you're going to just trade some minor leaguers for some major league talent, and this is what Clay Holmes is. Yeah. I heard this Clay Holmes guy has a nice sinker. I think he'll be a good addition to our bullpen. Yeah, I mean, I'm a we're not mad about the park situation, but what are you going to do? I mean, we're not like 
it's not like we're expecting uh, like a Craig Kimbrell out of this guy. It's just Clay Holmes. Like if he exactly. gives you innings, you're happy with it. So maybe like a, a Loisica, or is that too? That's too maybe, much. Maybe maybe like a Jonathan Holder. Oh, you're thinking that bad? <laughs> like he's not gonna be lights out. I think he's gonna be halfway decent. You're ridiculous. Okay, uh, what do you grade this? A B. All right. Uh, for the Yankees, I'm giving them a B minus, and the Pirates are getting an A. Ooh. Because Diego Castillo. I was just is, about to say, is Diego Castillo good? He's very good. He's a beast, too. I told him he was having a good season. He said, I know I am. So that's when you know. Wait. It's my boy. Diego Castillo. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, anyway, moving on. On Tuesday, uh, we had three big trades. Um, one of them is really big. One of but... them is really big. The other two we can kind of go through quickly. Uh, Pittsburgh sold off their left-handed pitcher, Tyler Anderson to uh, the Seattle Mariners and uh, the Mariners acquired a catcher in Carter Bins and a right-hand pitcher in Joaquin Tejada. Um, Honestly, I couldn't even give you a grade on this trade, but... I think Seattle won this trade. Yeah, I think Seattle won. But you know what? It's just depth pieces for the Pirates at this point. Pirates are just trying to, like... Three for one, two for one, you know, just trying to, like, get players. They're trying to just get a prospect to hit. Exactly. Because so far in their, like, rebuilds, quote-unquote, they've only really had one guy hitting, Cabrian Hayes, and he's been in the league only for a couple games now. I mean, he's been hurt all the time. Yeah, he's always hurt. Uh, All right, moving on. The Oakland A's acquired Andrew Chafin from the Chicago Cubs, who acquired Greg Deekman and Daniel Palencia, who is a uh, right-handed pitcher. Chafin is a left-handed pitcher, and uh, Deekman is an infielder, outfield utility. I don't know any of these guys, so um, I know gonna... I know Chafin, but I don't know the other guys really that well. I don't know Chafin that well either, but I just know him. You know who he is. I know okay. of him. So Chafin, um, this year is uh let's see 0 for 2 with the two oh why did i even read his record he's a 202 era uh and 40 innings and uh in those 40 innings he has 38 strikeouts uh 22 hits nine earned runs and only one home run given up on here so, so a small portion size in the yeah in but the doesn't a- give up a lot of home runs i see this guy's pretty solid uh Honestly, really good pickup for the A's. So, I agree. No complaints. Like uh, moving right along as this deadline. Uh, Kendall, this is a big one, actually. So, this was like the most dramatic deal, in my opinion, of like the early trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, like the in the in the later like the last two days got crazy. But this was like the big, uh, big deal uh, because Seattle traded away their all-star closer, Kendall Graveman and um, Rafael Montero for Abraham Toro and Joe Smith. 
to the uh, from the Houston uh, Astros to the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. So, um, now Graveman was having an All Star season, I believe, or just was like one of the best closers in the league. And they just traded him away while the Mariners were kind of in a playoff push, which is like, are they rebuilding? they I don't understand. They got rid of their two best relievers. Right. Like, and they got, I, like, two, like, mediocre guys in return. Like, Joe Smith's okay. And then Abraham Torres just not proven. So, I guess they're looking more into the future. Maybe they see something in Toro that their player development can, like, totally unleash. But – if you're in a playoff push, why are you going to trade two of your best relief pitchers? Like, that just I would have understood if you did, like, Graveman for the both of the guys and not get rid of uh, Raphael. Uh, no? They were, they were, they were like, three and a half games back of the second wild card spot. They still are. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're, they were out of it, and they're still not out of it, but, like, you got to close games, as you can see by the Yankees. If the Yankees could close games, they'd be in a division race right now. Yeah, but, but where the wild card is. Exactly. All right, moving on, because we have a bunch of trades on the 28th, which was Wednesday. Um, big trade that actually went totally under the radar. Eduardo Escobar was acquired to the Miami, uh, excuse me, to the Milwaukee Brewers for uh, Cooper Hummel and infielder Alberto Ciprian. Uh, to Arizona, Milwaukee won this trade. We yeah, the Brewers. Talk about it. Yeah, we don't even need to give it a grade. Uh, Milwaukee gets like an A plus plus plus. plus. <laughs> Eduardo Escobar having a serious All Star season, probably if there weren't so many other good third basemen in the league right now. But um, he's really proving himself to be one of the best in the league and has having a really good year. You're going to put him next to Willie Adamas in the infield. And uh, I like the sound of that. So. Willie Adamas and uh, Mr. Eduardo Escobar. Solid. Brew crew. Hey, brew crew. Watch out. Watch out for the crew. Watch out for the crew. I've heard a lot about them being NL favorites, and I agree. Their pitching can match up with the Dodgers. You put them in any five-game playoffs – I think they win just because they're pitching. And you know what? This is what I said about the 2019 Nationals. Because you put pitching in any five-game set against anyone, they win. Same with the Brewers. All right, moving on. The Yankees um, gave up Louis Sessa and Justin Wilson to the Cincinnati Reds. For a PTBNL player to be named later, um, really, this is just a roster move that they did to create some space, two uh, spaces on the 40-man roster for some later trades that would be made and uh, to clear some cap space, it looks like. But really, roster slots, Yankees get B for this. They got rid of Sessa, but, you know, they got rid of Wilson, too, which was A++. plus good to get rid of Sessa. Yeah. Seth um, was a guy you just threw in there when you were down like six five, six two. Uh, for the Reds, for the Reds, uh, they get a like an A, A minus for this because Sessa's should be pretty good. 
Yeah, he's solid. I believe in his first uh, outing, he went scoreless, one, two, three innings. So good for him. I hope the best for him. Okay, uh, moving on. Massive trade right here. Big boy. All right, Big break boy. it down. So we got on July 28th, we got Sterling Marte for Jesus Lazardo. Jesus Lazardo is a lefty pitcher who pitched for Oakland, got traded to Miami. Sterling Marte from Miami to Oakland. Oakland won this. What do you think? Uh, did Oakland win? I think so. I think so. I mean, Oakland never has that star power. But, uh, okay. Uh, like, this is kind of difficult just because Marte is an upcoming free agent, right? Yep. So, it's just difficult for Oakland because was Jesus Lazardo like a high-regarded player in their yeah. – Yes. So, what Oakland's doing right now is they're making a push for, like, a championship in renting Marte because there's no way they extend they him. him. There's no way. So, the move really doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's a good move, but the way Oakland works as a franchise, it's just, like, kind of pointless when you're trading away your future and they're not going to reacquire him, so – yeah. Now that you say this, Miami's young pitchers are pretty good. Yeah. A I lot mean, of young Pablo pitchers. Lopez, Pablo Alcantara. Lopez, Alcantara, Sixto Sanchez. Yeah. Uh, hey, this kid, Jesus Lazardo. Zach Thompson was really good last Zach night, Thompson, actually. Ever Rogers. They got great pitching. They just don't have a lineup. <laughs> yeah. They'll be 2015 Miami. Yeah, no, they'll be good soon. Trust me. They will. They have. They're just like in the Pirates boat, but they're a little ahead of the Pirates. No, they're, like they're miles ahead. ahead. Yeah, they're like the Pirates like have four no years one. advanced of the Pirates. The Pirates have no one. Yeah, I know the Pirates have no one. And their farm system's kind of crap too. That's true. The Miami Marlins. Marlins are going to be good. Uh, I I believe in the Marlins. All right. Last trade of the day, big trade. I was actually sitting at uh, at dinner, and my phone buzzes twice. Like, normally I don't check it, but it seemed like a big deal. Joey Gallo was traded to the New York Yankees for a big package of prospects. Uh, Franco, I told you how I felt about this already, but there was, some guy, uh, there was one guy in there. I was like, eh, like, they gave him up. Like, kind of sucks, but – this is really uh, this is really what they need to do because they got a year and a half of Gallo with this deal, and um, he's going to make a huge difference in the lineup flexibility for the Yankees. They traded away uh, right-handed pitcher Glenn Otto, big piece in this deal for me. Uh, Ezekiel Duran, a second baseman, Josh Smith, uh, shortstop, and Trevor Haver, a second baseman and outfielder. Uh, the last three guys are at lo- like A, low A, rookie levels, and uh, Glenn Otto was in triple A. So he was pretty solid, really solid pitcher. I've seen him pitch a couple times in person. But um, other than that, getting Gallo creates so much line of flexibility, and uh, he's, he's going to fit right in with the Yankees. Uh, high on base percentage guy, hits a lot of home runs. 
Uh, batting average isn't great, but you know what? When you've got a 3-8 OBP, it doesn't really make a difference. So puts up professional at-bats. I'm giving this trade a uh, – going to give it an A-minus for the Yankees, and the Texas Rangers are also going to get an A-minus. No, actually, incorrect. Sorry. Texas Rangers are going to get an A-plus for the return. Really good package for Joey Gallo. So I agree. I agree and, with those. And, Go ahead. And honestly, the trade benefits both teams immensely. So I it it works really well for both teams. There's no like problems with this for me, in yeah. my opinion. I agree. Uh, I I the, we needed we needed uh we needed a guy and they needed prospects and people to just have on their team. Yeah. They're right. in the same boat as like the Pirates too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So moving on to Thursday, this is the day and a half before the deadline. We had a ton of deals. First of all, um, the Toronto Blue Jays get left-handed pitcher Brad Hand from the Washington Nationals for catcher Riley Adams. Um, honestly, Brad Hand, always like an all-star it's a very solid reliever. Um, really not that much to be said. Was Adams highly regarded? He might have been because there's no way they give a Brad Hand for, like, nothing. Yeah, so let me just do a quick search on Riley Adams just to make sure he's Plus not like, like 300 in AAA, this guy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, darn, he's not even on their prospect list. Uh, Hold on. Oh, so this guy played some MLB games, actually. Uh, wasn't really anything great. Had three hits and 28 at-bats, but Riley, uh, Brad Hand, really solid. He's going to help the uh, Blue Jays in their push they're trying to make. I don't think it's really going to be a big deal, but yeah. They made the deal, but. They made it. <laughs> I don't it think helps. It's going to be anything either. No, if he resigns, if he likes it and resigns, that's always a plus. So that's true. Okay, moving on. Uh, this is a semi-big trade, I guess. So the uh, the Chicago White Sox picked up Cesar Hernandez from the Indians for left-handed pitcher Connor Pilkington. Um, Cesar Hernandez, contact guy, really solid glove at second base. Um, he's going to fit right in with the White Sox, in my opinion. And uh, there's not much more to say about that. Yeah. I, I don't know much about this Connor playing Clinton guy, but it looks like just looking at the names, it looks like the White Sox won this trade. Yeah, White Sox won this no trade. I like Caesar, so. Right. I mean, the, the Indians are just getting a piece for him instead of letting him walk. So exactly. no problems there. Uh, I'm just, it just kind of nullifies each team gets like in, uh, like the White Sox get like a B plus Indians get a B. I agree. Um, next trade, not huge, uh, South side to North side, the Chicago White Sox get, uh, Ryan Tapura and the Chicago Cubs get left-handed pitcher Bailey Horn, just an exchange of pitchers. Uh, the Cubs see something in Horn. And uh, obviously, they sold everyone, which was kind of ridiculous. And uh, the White Sox got uh, Ryan Tapura. So, helps both teams. Southside. <laughs> Southside's going to be good. 
Yeah. Not their only bullpen acquisition. That, no. So we'll talk more about that. Bullpen's looking good for them. So, all right, moving on. Dodgers acquire left-handed pitcher Danny Duffy from the Kansas City Royals for a PTBNL. Player to be announced later. Honestly, good trade. I see yeah, that, Duffy as more of a long reliever for the Dodgers. I don't know if you agree with me. I do too. He's a, he's a he's a he's a he's a slow baller. He's a pus baller. Yeah, I mean for the for the Royals, he's a top three starter. He could have been their ace. I'm not confident, but you don't want to put this guy in the five hole. Just put him in long relief. You can use him more than you need to. I mean, more than once every five days. So yeah, yeah. All right. I like that. So I'm giving the Dodgers a B plus on this. I, if they use them, like I said, if they put them as a starter, though, that's like a C. So I, I, I agree. So Royals uh, can't be great yet. Okay. Moving on. Seattle acquires the right-handed pitcher, Diego Castillo, really talented. Clo- uh, he was the closer at one point for the race, if I'm not yes. wrong. And, and if uh, I'm not wrong, Diego Castillo is very he's good. Solid. Yeah. And Tampa Bay acquires a right-handed pitcher, JT Chargis, and Austin Shenton, a third baseman. Not a huge deal, but Seattle fans should be excited for Diego Castillo. And Tampa Bay, we all know how they deal. They really about to say don't lose trades. So this JT Chargis guy, they probably see something in him. Yeah. So I'm, both sides kind of nullify uh, Seattle, giving them an A-. minus. Tampa Bay, they're getting an A minus two. So. Remember when we talked about how they got rid of Gra- uh, Graveman and uh, Raphael? Uh, Seattle acquired this guy, so I mean that that made up for it, kind of. Right. Okay. So. Now, um, the next move on the block. This was a big move, kind of unexpected too. When it seemed like the Red Sox were chasing this guy, this Anthony Rizzo, the Italian stallion. Um, going to the New York Yankees uh, from the Cubs for Kevin Alcantara and right-handed pitcher Alexander Vizcaino. Really good trade. Um, the Cubs get two solid depth pieces. I believe Alcantara was the number nine prospect and Vizcaino was the number 12 prospect. But these guys were in low levels. Yeah, low levels of the minor leagues. So I, was, I never saw them in person. But when you're talking these like low level prospects, it's not like a big deal, in my opinion. Like if they turn out to be something, that's great. But Anthony Rizzo is already creating a major league impact for the Yankees in his roster, in their roster creation, and in his ability to hit the baseball and have uh, constructive at bats for the Yankees. And on top of that, he plays gold glove defense. So I'm giving the Yankees an A plus for this deal. This may be a little biased. I love Anthony Rizzo, but. If it were to be unbiased, it would probably be in the range of like an A. So, uh, uh, I'm on the I'm on the same boat with you, Anthony Rizzo's. Anthony Rizzo's like a a kid that you think should have just been on the Yankees just because of his name. Yeah, and he just he just he just reminds me of the ultimate Yankees. So I mean, like I love this trade. Now I, I sent you the video of uh, the Cubs saying goodbye. Video, yeah, so sad. It. Yeah, sad, but what I. And this is like, this is, I mean, these guys are all rentals basically at this deadline because there's so many free agents, but 
this is a guy you want to stick around and hopefully uh, enjoy Maybe this. Maybe him. Maybe. Uh, Cubs, I'm just going to give them a B-plus, low-level minor leaguers. Hopefully they turn out to be something, but you don't trade away the face of your franchise for that. So, actually, I'm going to give them a B-minus just because this guy was the face of the city practically. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving on, big trade that happened around 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock on Thursday night. The Los Angeles Dodgers in a bidding war acquired Max Scherzer and Trey Turner for Kiebert Ruiz, Josiah Gray, Donovan Casey, and Gerardo Castillo. I don't even care who Washington got. The Dodgers got one of the best pitchers in baseball in in my opinion, the best or the second best shortstop in all of baseball for a bunch of minor leaguers. So I will say Kerber Ruiz and Joshua Gray are very high prospects. Yeah, but I don't care how oh, high they are. Saying. You're trading away the best shortstop in all of baseball and your ace. <laughs> onto the best team in the league. Right. Right. I don't care how good the prospects are. They don't need prospects. No. But it, also a weird thing, the Nationals acquired two catchers at the deadline. Oh, yeah, they did. That's yeah. Weird. So, like, and both of them were, like, major league, like, level. So that's kind of weird, in my opinion. It I mean, weird. we'll see what happens. Um, Nationals are just, like, bulking, in my opinion. Like, just getting as many people as they can. Yeah, they're bulking. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, after those worlds, that World Series run, I think they traded away a lot of guys. So, yeah, bulking. Soto's going to have fun with Keybert. Oh, I yeah. So. Yeah, all right. Moving on. That's about it, though, because there's yeah. no one else on the team now. Yeah, all right. Uh, moving on, the Padres acquired Daniel Hudson. Was this guy who closed the World Series? I think so. Yeah, game seven, closed it down. Uh, and then uh, Washington acquired Mason Thompson, Jordan Barley. You know, this for the San Diego Padres, this is a guy, playoff experience, really solid uh, relief pitcher, can close. And the Nationals acquire some prospects and a shortstop prospect. So, really, this is pretty. this is a pretty solid move for both teams. Padres get rid of a shortstop prospect because they have the best shortstop in the game signed for the next 14, 13 years. And uh, they got some depth too with Cronenworth and other guys like Manny Machado that can also play short. So if they don't really need shortstops in their system, uh, I give this trade a for both sides. It's fine. Whatever. Okay. Moving on. Boston Red Sox acquire Kyle Schwarber. This was the last trade of the night for Washington's uh, right-hand pitcher uh, for an, uh, for right-hand pitcher Aldo Ramirez, and that, that supposedly that right-handed pitcher is actually pretty good. Yeah, Simon Woods, Richard Center, whatever. No, you're looking at the trade above. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who Aldo Ramirez is. Not a not a Aldo Ramirez guy. Here. No, but I mean. Here's my thing on Kyle Schwarber. Everyone wanted the Yankees or like big contending teams to go out and get this guy. I'm not so hot on him just because he's really streaky and he's a big swing and miss guy. But 
the Red Sox adding another bat to that lineup where there were like a couple guys, like, uh, I don't know. Like there were some low graded outfielders behind. Oh, I can't even name them because they're like so irrelevant. Oh, the outfielders of the Red Sox? There's like some guys on the Red Sox who are like. Uh, like Fro. No, no. You go like one to six in the Red Sox lineup and it's really good, but like seven, eight, nine. Or just like or weird, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Like Bobby Dalbeck. Oh yeah. Bobby Dalbeck. Uh the other guy. Uh Chavis. Chavis. Like these they're farm system guys who just really aren't that good. You throw Kyle Schwarber in their World Series experience, playoff experience. Oh. Solid. Yeah, Red Sox getting A minus. Uh Washington. I don't I can't grade this. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, we move on to the final day of the trade deadline. Ton of trades actually happened. There was more action than I knew was even going to happen. Bunch of big trades. Let's just let's jump right in. Whatever. Okay. Toronto acquires right-handed pitcher Jose Barrios from Minnesota. This is their young ace for shortstop slash outfielder. Their number two prospect. Austin Martin and their number four prospect, Simeon Woods Richardson. I immediately texted uh, Frank after this. I'm like, dude, this was a horrible trade. I knew uh, Barry, like for what LA gave up for Scherzer and Trey Turner, Toronto could have given up for the same kind of thing is what you said to me. And I said, Barrios is like 26 or 27. Scherzer's 37. And has half a year, but yeah. I mean, this is a guy in Jose Barrios who's a really solid, solid starter, and is going to help Toronto immensely. Max Scherzer, you don't know exactly how that's going to go in the future for you, but this is a guy who's really going to like lock it down. So you think they side Barrios? Yes. Yeah, I think they do. Hundred percent. He's going to lo- enjoy his time as a Blue Jay. Toronto is a beautiful city, and it's a good young team around him. So. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like, it's a good vibe in Toronto right now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They're on the up oh, All jump guys, yeah. Yeah, they're never going to win. They're on the ups. They're yeah. not going to no. Not yeah. going to win the East, but yeah. Never know. Could, could get the wild card. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm giving the uh, Blue Jays a B and the Minnesota Twins getting A just because they suck right now. So might as well get some solid prospects. This yeah. is a weird one. Atlanta traded uh, Pablo Sandoval to get Eddie Rosario from the Indians. Excuse me, the Guardians. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so uh, this, this is just a weird, weird deal. Why would you trade Pablo Sandoval for Eddie Rosario? <laughs> I don't know. It's just so bad. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't understand what Cleveland was thinking, but sure. Um, we're just we're just gonna move on. This doesn't just make a, any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. It's ungradable. Okay, Isn't like I, Pablo Sandoval, like thirty-seven. Yes, he basically <laughs> can't even play baseball at this point, and he was like Atlanta's clubhouse guy, and they traded him for Eddie Rosario, who's not bad. It just doesn't make sense. No, I don't get. I don't. It's, it was like, all right, uh, just give us Pablo. 
Like, we want him. I don't know. Like, <laughs> stupid. We'll give you anyone. Give us Pablo. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> it, stupid. Okay, anyway, uh, Atlanta acquired Adam Duvall for, uh, from Miami for catcher Alex Jackson. Know anything about Alex Jackson? <laughs> no? no? Okay, yeah, we're just going to move on. Uh, Duvall, really solid power hitter, had a great year in Atlanta last year, if I'm correct. And um, hopefully he gets sparked there again. Atlanta's looking to uh, bolster their outfield after Acuna's gone. And uh, I think they did that to a certain extent. So, yeah. Okay. You want to just go to the, the Chicago trade? Yeah. So the uh, White Sox acquired Craig Kimbrell. This was bad, in my opinion, for the White Sox. I agree. These are two guys I both know on the Cubs. Yeah, so the They're White, on the White Sox. Sox. White Sox got Craig Kimbrell, and they gave up uh, Nick Madrigal and Cody Hoyer to the Cubs. So I feel like this is going to be one of those cross-down trades that's just going to stick in these White Sox fans' minds for a long time. Madrigal, solid, solid second baseman, really good baseball player, good talent, and uh, all for half a year of Craig Kimbrell. So Honestly, the White Sox are making that championship push. I have no problems with it, but to trade one of your top guys for Craig Kimbrell, like I, I don't, I don't really see the point. I don't know. I don't think the White Sox want this trade. No, I think I'm giving the White Sox like a C plus. I like Madrigal a lot, actually. Oh yeah, me too. He's a contact I, guy. He just he just gets on base. I see him like similar to a David Fletcher, um, uh-huh. something like like solid, solid player. Not yeah. like all-star, but I can see him – actually, no, I'm wrong. I could see him being like an Altuve-like player. That good? He's a solid contact hitter. Yeah, he's got to get some pop if he wants to be like Altuve, though. Right, okay. Anyway, uh, moving on, I'm giving the Cubs an A for this one. Good deal. A-plus, actually, because it's only a half a year. Wow, I did not know about this trade. Yes. This one went under the radar. Very. (laughs) This is similar to, like, the Eduardo Escobar trade, because, like, nobody would know. I didn't know about this trade. All right, so Josh Hamilton and uh, catcher Jan Gomes got sent to (laughs) Josh Hamilton? (laughs) I'm tired. Okay. (laughs) Josh Harrison – and uh, Jan Gomes went to Oakland, not Josh Hamilton. We'll, we'll throw him in there, too. But he went in there uh, to the for the Washington Nationals, and the Nationals acquired uh, catcher and DH Drew Milas. Wow, he's a DH. Look at him. Um, Seth Schumann, right-hand pitcher, and uh, right-hand pitcher Richard Gosh. So, thoughts? Oakland won this trade. Okay, I don't one. know anyone on that Washington who Washington got. I'm assuming their prospects, obviously. Yeah, Oakland's, you know. Gomes is solid, bro. So it seems like Oakland is making that championship push, even though they're they not definitely are. winning that division. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm giving the A's a uh, A. The A's get an A, and the Nationals, they get like a C. It's, no, yeah. it's just ungradable because we don't know any of these guys. I mean, we could just be uninformed and they could be some solid prospects, but that's I don't think you give up anyone solid for Josh Harrison. They're just your average bets. Okay. Now, now can we talk about one of the worst trades? Yes. 
with. Talk about it. All right. So the Mets and the Cubs traded Javi Baez and Trevor Wilson. Williams. Pete, what? Oh, Williams. Pete Crow Armstrong. Pete Crow Armstrong. Now, I didn't know the Mets got two for one, but I feel like Javier Baez was unnecessary to go to the Mets. Yeah, but look who they traded for. I, that that's why I just said they. I didn't know they got two for one, and it was basically for nothing. So, yeah. so if the tra- Pete so Crow the Armstrong, gonna be, the trades are gonna be. Yeah, if Pete Crow Armstrong, it was a C. It was a C. If if the Cubs gave up something more, or if the Mets gave up something more, but it's a B just because they gave up Pete Crow Armstrong. I mean, Bias isn't even that good, but Trevor Williams. I think Williams is the better baseball, like for your team, like what they need in the bullpen. Uh-huh. But Bias is going to put fans in seats, and he's going to be a lot of fun for the Mets down the playoffs. Especially with Lenny on the other side. Right. So, Lenny. Whoa. It's Frankie. Lindor. Frankie. Yeah, Lindor, same thing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Next trade. The Phillies acquired Kyle Gibson, big stud. Ian Kennedy, another stud. And Hans Kraus from the Texas Rangers for Spencer Howard. How did Jake feel about this? I don't know. I didn't talk to him about it, but Philly won it. I agree. I agree. Kyle Gibson's good. Yeah, no, really good. Spencer Howard has a lot of potential. I think if you can see, like, Gibson's having a really, really solid career year right now, you could see Spencer Howard having that year through his throughout his career just because he has that stuff you know what i mean like you see his fastball he's he's just nasty um in canada but honestly philly's not even in the race what are they like five out four out they're not yeah but they're not even close to the mets yeah but you never know their bullpen sucks oh it does so they get a starter and two relievers. Ian Kennedy's good, but Hans Kraus, I, I don't know too much about. But if Philly wanted, Kennedy. yeah, no, Ian Kennedy's really solid. But Philly didn't do anything else to bolster their bullpen. So, kind of, I think sp- they both won. Yeah, they both win in their retrospective ways. Because Texas gets their their young clo- uh, young starting pitcher to go along with. Jack Leiter, who they just picked. Glenn Otto, my boy. Glenn Otto. They got some good pitching. Yes. They're like the Marlins. They'll be the Marlins. Trust me. We'll be the Marlins. No hitting, but good pitching. Yes. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Cubs straight away. The other face of their franchise, Chris Bryant, to the San Francisco Giants, the team with no face uh, for uh, right-handed pitcher, Caleb Killian and Alexander Canario. Um, I love this trade. Me too. The Giants, I was saying this before, I was saying they needed that face of the franchise, and you know what? They they got it. They got so, it. Is it? Um, there's really not much else to be said about this trade. We know what a Chris plus. Bryant can do, and we know what he has done. He plays infields. He plays outfields. So, and he's a face. He's the face. So when you see the Giants in the playoffs this year or in the playoff chase, you're going to be seeing some September games. You're actually going to see a guy and you're going to be like, oh, 
Chris Bryant. You know what I mean? Because you'd see like Brandon Crawford or like other like like Posey, Posey. You're like what are these guys? You see Chris Bryant, you're like, that's Chris Bryant. Like if you're an average fan, you know who he is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I like it. Good trade for both sides. Not really for the Cubs. Hope the Giants somehow win that division. Yeah. Um. We'll talk about the Cubs after, but uh, let's just move on. Uh, should we skip we just, this trade? Yeah, let's just skip that. Lester, should we talk about? Uh, Lester's not a huge trade. Hap? No. Jorge Soler? Yes. Okay. This is a good trade for Atlanta. So Atlanta re- acquires Jorge Soler, and Kansas City acquires uh, Casey Kalinch. Um. Solaire led the league in home runs, I believe, two years ago. Uh-huh. So this is a guy with a lot of pop. Atlanta's going to need that pop. Is Ozuna hurt right now? Uh, You're in the ACL. Marcelo Ozuna. Yeah. Are you kidding me, Frank? Is he hurt? Oh, crap. Yeah. He's on leave. Okay. <laughs> He's on leave. This is my bad. Um, <laughs> so Marcelo soon is on leave uh, for being bad, similar to Trevor Bauer. Don't be bad, I was just kid. about to say he pulled the Trevor Bauer, but yeah. fine. Yeah, don't go there. We don't need don't to be go bad. there. We okay. love we, – we, we, we don't love this. This is bad. We don't it's love this. It's not good, Franco. Uh, but they, they get their slugger. This is basically their replacement for uh, being bad. So don't be bad. Jorge Soler can hit, let me tell you. Jorge Soler is better than Ozuna, too, because he can field. Yeah. I think. I think. Because that was Ozuna's issue. He can't be a DH. Yeah. All right. Uh, I love we, this. Oh, by the way, like, we might not talk about it, but do you see it up there? Michael Chavis. Chavis got traded. Yeah. Did, did anyone that? even know about this? I don't know. It seemed like you, we didn't know about this. I didn't I, know about it. Like, I have everyone on Twitter, like, notifications from everyone, like Jeff Pass and Ken Rosenthal, like, all these, like, all John Heyman, all these guys. And you didn't see that. I didn't even know Chavis got traded. So, Chavis got traded. That's just an FYI. We won't, we won't go over that trade because really yeah. no one cares about There's Chavis. really no other trades that are notable. So, How about Richard Rodgers? Is that notable? I heard he was actually good. Or Richard Rodriguez. Richard Rodriguez. Okay. Well, you're in Atlanta. You can talk about it. I don't even like that. No, 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 no. right, okay. Okay. We'll move on to uh, ooh, Freddie Galvis went to the Phillies. Just note it in your books. Note it in the books. He's That's back. everything? That's it. Okay. That was huge. That was okay. huge. All right. Big, big, big thing. It was so story. big that I was expecting something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it was great. Uh, now, what we were expecting was Trevor's story to be traded, does not get traded. This is horrible. Like, what are the Rockies doing? Trevor Story is not going to be retained by them. So basically, they're just letting him walk just to put people in seats. Oh, yeah. There's for the no rest reason. Of the season. So, from a financial standpoint, I totally understand this from the Rockies. But when they could get some like decent, play, like, not even decent, some solid top prospects, like, look at the Gallo deal, what they got. Maybe yeah, they got the four prospects and one of them was solid. Maybe like you see like the deals for uh, let's see rentals like a guy like Chris Bryant or Rizzo, you know what I mean? They don't see the return. 
or even like the Trey Turner, not a big return, but that's like acceptable, I guess. So maybe they're like, whatever, we'll just eat it. So I don't know. Yeah. The rock, the Rockies were definitely the uh, lowest team losers. Yeah. Um, Okay. Another loser was the Cubs in some way. That sucks as a Cubs fan. I'm sorry. Cubs fans like that sucked. Even though we got one of them, but yeah. It's just it so, does suck because like it sucks to see that that 2016 team fall apart so quickly. Like I was in middle school watching these guys win the World Series, which is like it's it's not like my childhood, but it's like it is kind of in some way. Yeah, because you see this like magical Cubs run, like they won in 15, like they were the Cubbies, like oh they're gonna make it, they're gonna make it, they're gonna make it. The dub. Then they don't make it. But then in 16, like they go on this run with these guys, and you got Rizzo and Bryant and. Baez and Ben Zobrist and all these guys were just so lovable, you know, and uh, it's all, it's all gone. It's got me sad. I'm not even a Cubs fan. Um, also another thing uh, in a certain way, we, uh, we can uh, talk about a good thing that happened in baseball. The blue Jays are back in Toronto. That's awesome. That was awesome. Um, so that's move forward in progress with COVID, but it looks like we're going to be taking a couple steps back soon with this uh, Delta variant issue. Uh, we'll see what happens with that, but hopefully we stay open and that sounds good. Big news for Cleveland. They turned themselves into the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> what do you think about this? Uh, as a massive franchise, Terrible. Terrible. Do you like that name? I don't like it. I mean, here's my thing. I don't have a problem with them changing the Indian's name. Like, I I see why there's a problem behind it. I'm going to go off on a tangent right now. (laughs) Did you see what, like, the Mahomes deal was, like, with him, like, not wanting to play unless they changed the name? Unless they changed what name? Chiefs? The Chiefs. I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Okay. So basically, like, there's an issue in sports, like, where sometimes you can't have, like, history in the name. Like, calling, like, being a chief or the Braves, like, you don't want to change the names of those teams, right? Because it's, like, a good thing. You know what I mean? There's history in our country. But then we have, like, I see, I see why the Indians was wrong, especially their old logo and mascot. That was yeah. not, that was not good, you know? And even the Redskins, like it's, it's kind of a slur. It, it not kind of a slur. It was a slur. So, you know, these are things that had to be changed, but the Indians to the guardians is kind of, I don't think it's like, it's kind of cool. But the logo and everything, like, I'm not a huge fan of. They literally just did the same font. They just, they put the same colors, just changed it to Guardian. No, I don't have a problem with that. I've, like, the one – you know the one that looks like the Angels logo with the G? Yeah, like the – With the wings yeah. on it? That yeah. – I, I don't like the look of that. Um, Other than I mean, that – They couldn't pick – like, there's got to be something else. Guardians is good, though. Yeah, but how about like the Cleveland LeBrons? <laughs> it's okay. 
It's okay. Oh, it's not. It's not the I best mean, thing, but I I think Guardians was the best that they can do without like being something stupid like the spiders or like the old name like the Naps. You know what I mean? So yeah, like some Guardians old. is good. Guardians is good. Yeah, um, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's it's like fine. Okay. Um, Joey Votto really hot right now. Pick him up fantasy. Does he hit one tonight? Maybe. Eight straight. That could be an MLB record. Stay tuned. I think he ties the MLB record if he hits one tonight. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to our Yankees bit for like five, ten minutes. We've been talking for a while. But um, basically, in Yankee lands, the Yankees uh, made some big moves. We already talked about Rizzo, Gallo, Clay Holmes. And um, one thing that I wrote down and wanted to talk about is Glaber Torres in the lineup construction. Um, Your favorite player? Favorite player, not. <laughs> Why are they leading, like, the when they add these lefties and Rizzo and Gallo to the lineup? What Boone did is basically he just goes righty-lefty, 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 righty-lefty for the whole line. I know. So, for a guy that you want to lead off, why is it Glaber? Well, DJ and Gio are both dealing with a day-to-day injury, so. Right, but he put them in last night. Yeah, he did, but. They're just they're just there to pinch hit. They're not going to play the field or anything. I mean, I know it's the Marlins, but these are games you have to win. have to win exactly. The, now, especially are, now, right? I mean, like, I I understand like, oh, it's the Marlins. Like, we can beat them with like our, our like because they got some solid guys, like a bunch of all stars in their lineup, whatever. But I understand that they're like, oh, we can beat them. But still, why don't you run out your best lineup? Because you need to win games, right? We're still games back on the wild card. Oh yeah, like it's not like we're it's not like we're like two games back on a division or like whatever. They're in do or die mode right now. They just traded away a bunch of guys to get in this spot. Why not put yourself in a better spot? Don't dig yourself a deeper hole. Um, Boone's just got to tighten it up, and uh, there's some moves that need to be made uh, soon. Quickly, yeah, quickly. Okay, so how does Voight work in this? Like, doesn't. Doesn't. No, I don't think so. He just doesn't. We should have got rid of him. You add another, like, big swing and miss guy to this lineup, it's kind of like, yeah. You know, like. There's no reason. No. Kind of sucks. We definitely, I know we definitely tried to get rid of him. Yeah, there's no way they didn't. We definitely tried to get, like, some maybe story or something, but, like. Uh, no one wanted him, so I guess well, yeah. people wanted him, but I guess no one was budging. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we just kept that quick. Um, we talked so much about the deadline. whole trade deadline and everything with that. Um, so that was a big episode. I hope everyone enjoyed. Um, do you have any closing words, Frank? No. Hopefully, no? Gio or Shelly gets a hit right here. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, go Yankees. <laughs> uh, also, Trey Turner will be uh, be the GOAT in L.A., so that's it. He um, will. Only guy I'm rooting for in L.A. Enjoy. Have a good day, and uh, thank you for listening. Peace.